Well, I want to thank our sponsors, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, Kyoto, Iowa, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Facebook Breaks of Dubuque. Thanks to all you guys for helping bring this program to your ears. Well, we are talking Pekin Panthers. The Pekin Panthers brought to you by Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. We got Coach Weber. Welcome program, Coach. Thanks for having me. Well, we got the pig in the ground. We got the beer on ice. We're just ready for our rowdy friends to come over to, uh, and uh, watch some football because it's about football season anyway. We're just, uh, I guess they call this dead week, right? Yeah, seven days for everybody to get away from everything. Well, that's good. Uh, a lot of coaches are having vacations and stuff right now and ADs and things. Uh, I I kind of think they probably ought to do two of those a week. Round Guy Radio even took a couple of days off, which was uh, uh, pretty – we're pretty happy about that. But uh, we are full bore on the high school football. So uh, I know you got a hard date of, uh, of uh, I think, July 31st or something before you can actually put the pads on and, and get out there as a, a team and get ready for the season. But you're allowed some camps and some off-season training and things. So – Let's start there. How's the off-season training, and, and did you get any camps or anything in? Yeah, so, you know, June 1 was our first day that we could uh, start working out in the off-season um, in June. And, you know, we had a good bunch of guys that were there all summer, um, most of them 80% or more of the time, working around summer jobs and having three days a week between uh, speed work, strength work, and Getting some introductory install stuff done with offense and defense and special teams is always good to get a head start on the game play. Um, you know, and then that, that allows us when we get into camp here next week to, you know, start working just on fundamentals because, um, you know, those are the things that are going to carry you through the season eventually. So, um, yep, we're looking forward to next week and uh, getting going. Well, uh, it's year three. You got your new uh, gym. It looks like your weight room there. It looks like you just keep adding on stuff in there. Uh, well, uh, um, I guess let's start. Let's start talking August uh, uh, and the preseason stuff. What what is what's going to be you know, after this week? You take a little time to uh, refresh the battery, and then I mean, you got to get uniforms. You got to get your equipment ready. You got to get the field ready. And then you got to get your team ready. What's what's all going to be happening uh, between now and that kickoff? Yeah, fortunately, um, well, I forgot to mention this. We went to Simpson camp there last week um, on Monday, Tuesday. Got an early look at, you know, most of our team and some positions and, you know, learned a few things about our kids and also got to ramp the – the ability to compete up early. Um, with that being said, we got a lot of our equipment already out for most of our guys. Um, you know, we got that some of that preseason paperwork to take care of. Um, our grounds guy's incredible. I just sent a, gave him a thank you yesterday for he's already got our practice field painted for the high school and middle school. And we got some updates going on at the home field. We got play clocks going in and new goalposts going in this year and, you know, trying to update facilities and um, for, for, you know, just, just update some things, but also to, you know, make the perspective there keep improving. Um, 
as far as, you know, we have preseason camp coming up for three days, and then the week after we'll be into uh, actual seasonal practice. Um, but, you know, we our staff does such a good job of being involved year-round and, and in the preseason that I don't feel like we have a big daunting checklist over our heads. Um, our inventory is all caught up, and um, we'll have a few kids to check pads out. And we start off on the road back-to-back weeks this year, so we actually won't have a game at Pekin until week three. So um, that will be a little bit of a, you know, challenge for us. But, um, you know, we'll be spending plenty of time at home through camp and some other things that it'll be nice to get out get out on the road and, and play our first two games. Well, you're, you're losing, uh, I know, of one senior that's a really good athlete, and that's uh, Mr. All Night Long. Uh but you got some, you got some good guys. I know Clap for the Wolfman is going to be there. Uh, uh, so, who, what are the big challenges facing the Pink and Panthers? You need to uh, uh, replace quarterbacks, linebackers. What, what's the, what are some of the key positions that's uh, you're going to have to make a decision on who's going to be playing there? You mean in terms of our team, or yeah, in terms of your teams, as you're losing, you know, seniors and things uh, 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 that maybe create some openings. Yeah, we, we, we graduated uh, 10 seniors, and actually um, all 10 of those started at least on one side of the ball. And when you lose that many, you know, that's going to make you a younger team next year. But in my opinion, we have just enough guys that have started as freshmen and sophomores who are coming back as juniors. And our senior class is going to be pretty small this year. Um, so, you know, we have three seniors moving forward. And our team's gonna play their heart out for them, but um, essentially we're gonna we're we're gonna be putting a lot of kids in there for a two or three year stretch now, looking you know down the road. So that's a good thing um, to help you know this year's seniors out. So that some of those kids return and we'll be hitting hitting the ground running. But at the same time, we are gonna be young and in places yet. So um, you know we have we're not sure about. Obviously, our quarterback graduated, uh, our tailback graduated, and, you know, we had some line, about every other lineman on the line graduated. So, we do have some holes, but, again, I think the kids jumping in are kids that either got experience last year or were on a, on a JV team that was fortunate to go 6-0, and and, you know, they're competitors and they know how to win, and um, we hope that they can fill those spots. Uh, as well, you know, they're going to be learning on the fly, some of them, but I think they're going to be enough experience around them that we won't have too big of a drop-off. Well, if you're a young player and uh, uh, you're looking to get on the field, it looks like maybe there's going to be some openings and some opportunities for you to stand out and uh, catch the coach's eye and maybe get on the field a little. Yeah, that's that's always a motivation, kind of a motivator for us coaches to, you know, throw at the kids is – you know, even with the returners, we always say there's never a spot that's won and no one's spot is, you know, protected or safe. So every position's always open. But, yes, obviously a lot of those returners will find themselves on the field. Uh, but there are gonna, there's going to be open holes where there's going to be open competition for, you know, frankly, whoever can do the best job. Well, uh, you're going to have to replace the quarterback, and let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, what do you – what – you know, different quarterbacks have different skills. Uh Who's available, availing themselves to you uh, to evaluate that? Uh, and what kind of skills do, do these kids have? They're kind of competing for these starting jobs and the backup jobs. 
Yeah, yeah. We got we got a couple of guys really competing hard at that job, and you know, I, I'll be honest, it's too early to tell, but but skills that would set them set them apart. You know, obviously when you run a kind of a ground and pound game, you're looking for a quarterback who's uh, really physical and can run the ball. And then um, obviously, you know, always has open ears and wants to have, wants to be coached um, and is very open to what a coach is telling him. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we got multiple guys that can play that position, but um, at the end of the day, we'll have to probably go with one guy and, you know, whoever doesn't win that job, we'll probably be on the field somewhere else but we do believe in trying to get all of our uh, quarterbacks who could be stepping in as a backup role equal reps so that um, you know if that time comes that they're they're not strange to the position well okay well let's talk about just building the chemistry with your tight ends your wide receivers your running backs your halfbacks uh you know, just what? How long does it take for a new quarterback and a, a a new slot guy to to get that kind of chemistry that you don't need to say too much, kind of know what to do? Yeah, I mean, first off, if you just gotta have you gotta have somebody that you know isn't afraid to speak and stand up, and you know sometimes get on the group who uh, you know for point starting off sluggish, but you know the chemistry just depends what you're doing. Um, you know, and who's around you. If you got a lot of new players around you, sometimes that person's got to be patient um, as there's new guys learning positions or if it's a new guy that's young, stepping in with a bunch of veterans. But um, sometimes the veterans around him got to be more patient. And, uh, you know, I just think I'm, I'm a big guy that uh, we try to practice quality over quantity. However, when you got a new guy in that position, you, you got to get a lot of quantity of reps in um, so they can see a number of looks and uh you know hopefully between uh, our off-season camp at simpson and you know hopefully we get a scrimmage in this year week zero they'll get enough uh, realistic reps that when week one rolls around that you know they're ready to go and in, in a competitive atmosphere well what what's the date of the first home or the first game the first game is august I'm just going to make sure I get this right. August 25th, Friday. Okay. So you got a little over four weeks, I guess? Yes, one, two, three. Yeah, four weeks and four days. And really, we don't have those four days. Or yeah, because four days are in the dead week. But you'll have... Right about three and a half weeks. You could you'll have 24, 25 days to really get your team uh, ready for that opening day kickoff. Uh, uh, is that a lot of time? And how much, uh, you know, how often will you practice? And what's it, what does it all go through to prepare a team, especially a young team with a lot of new positions? You know, how, how do we get them ready for the season? Because I'm sure you're going to want to get off to a good start. Yeah, you know, I, I think every sport wishes they had a little more time to get ready for a game. But um, in respect to, you know, anyone's sanity and especially adolescent kids, there's only so much you can practice till it's time to just go play a game. And, you know, we have about three and a half weeks um, with, you know, with newer groups um, or younger groups, new guys stepping into roles. Both you really got to, I think you got to practice, uh, you know, the thing less is more. I think you got to be really good at a handful of things. Um and be fundamentally sound, and that'll carry a lot further than thinking, you know, some people thinking that, you know, new guys stepping in have to learn this enormous playbook. I don't look at it like that. You know, 
we kind of practice, you know, five to six concepts or ideas. Um, and then if you can kind of present those ideas in a few different looks, you know, all of a sudden you have, you have a pretty well-rounded offense, you know, so obviously fundamentals are going to be the big emphasis right out the gate. Um, but you know, a, a daily practice, I think early in the year looks more fundamentally heavily and then a little bit of a small group and team group uh, work together. And, and then as you transition through the season, you'll see some of the fundamental time um, reduced just a little bit um, just to maintain focus with kids. And, and, and as you get better at the fundamentals, um, not that you ever want to get away from them, but sometimes you, you, you take a little time from them and, you know, you go towards the team uh, preparation just a little more. So, well, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. And I, I don't know what takes longer to come together, the offense or the defense. Uh, but uh, you got anybody that's that's still around from last year's defense that could provide some leadership uh, and help these young men get into the right place to make the tackles? Yeah. You know, Alton Williams started defensive end for us last year. Isaac Sylvester, the other defensive end. That, they, you know, they're – they're our leaning post for our alignments. They're, you know, they're physically large, but they're also mentally really tough. Um, and, you know, they, they both saw, saw time as freshmen and they'll be back as juniors this fall. So they're going to be kind of, you know, our, our line of scrimmage leaning posts that I think will set a lot of physicality up front, you know, and then you got uh, Will Adam uh, coming back at safety who had kind of a huge, Huge end of the season last year and finished really strong. He's well, a, a uh, talented athlete, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's he's solid for us. And then uh, Jackson Kirkbride, like he'll be a returning corner senior, but he uh, he may have. But I th I think he's been one of my most committed players over the summer. I don't think he's missed a single thing except for one workout due to sickness. So you now he's really stepped it up, and I'm excited about watching it you know one of the few seniors we have um help lead the defense because i'm a defensive guy first and uh, anytime you got a tough defense it just you know it stresses the you know the other the opponent and their offense out and that's the goal so well let's talk a little bit about the special teams i mean you got any we've seen kids that that can and and teams that can kick field goals and Punt well and do good kickoffs. Uh, uh, what we got on there for the kicker? Anybody that's pretty pretty solid on the extra points, or what? What do you got? Yeah, so we got you know Lily and Bowie. Uh, she was our place kicker last year and did a great job. I think she only missed a couple extra points all year. And uh, she's a soccer player originally, and still does play a little bit. But she's been one of those who's been putting time in the off season. You know, she's probably our front runner, but kicking's one of those things every kid gets excited about. And we'll, we'll, have, we'll have kids compete for that position for sure. But, uh, we did lose our punter as well. So that's going to be a job that uh, we got to figure out who, you know, who can punt and how their style of punting is to decide maybe how we're going to punt the football. Um, we hope we don't have to punt a ton, but I, we will. And, um, you know, we got a lot of real kids, and I still – told them in the summer that um, a big way to make get known you know if you don't start on offense or defense is just being one of those guys that gets excited about special teams and uh, years ago I can remember uh, a 
a kid at Sigourney Kyoto that was maybe the most passionate special team kid I've ever coached. And, you know, he treated it as a freshman like it was the biggest play of the game every time he was out there. And, you know, that really was able to help set the tone of what special teams is about. And then once kids understand how important it is, um, you know, special teams trends upwards. And, you know, it is a third phase of the game. And, big time a lot of games are decided on special teams so yeah that's going to be a place for a lot of kids to show up and uh have an opportunity to make themselves known yeah it's a great and and you you know guys that watch as much football as you and me do you know we see a lot of games where the special teams uh can really make a big difference and do you have any you know guys that can make a difference on special teams offensively by returning the punt or or breaking the tackle or 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 getting your your team in some pretty good position, uh, on, on and take advantage of some of the uh, 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 kickoffs and punts and stuff. Yeah, we do. We do, and what it's going to come down to is, um, you know, depending on who's out there, you know, how much are they being used around the ball? I don't look at special teams as a playoff, um, but you know, sometimes you got a two-way starter that you're trying to coach up in between plays. Sometimes special teams is a time to make an adjustment with that kid. So. I do believe we have four or five kids that are going to be dangerous to return the ball, and that's that's a good problem to have. Uh, who you're going to put out there? Um, so I, you know, I am excited about that part. You know, and, and it also depends what the opponent's doing. You know, if they're plus forty punting or you know short field punting, you know, we may just be trying to fair catch it versus return it. Sometimes you're just trying to secure the ball and make sure you got it for offense. Um, but, you know, either way, I think we got multiple guys that can make a difference, and uh, I'll be excited to hopefully spread the ball out on, on special teams return a little bit. Well, uh, what about throwing the ball at all? I know you're primarily going to ground and pound, but you're not going to uh, take the uh, uh, passing game clear off the table throughout the season. And, and a lot of times you can really be effective uh, uh, by surprising them with a, with a pass. Uh, Coach Stone used to throw once a once in the first half, once in the second half, and usually both times for touchdowns. Uh, oh, you got anybody with the ability to go out there uh, as a wide receiver or tight end and haul something down in traffic or get by somebody? We do, but you know, I think I think we got some skilled kids that um, are quick, and and we got we got more kids out for track this past year, kind of like uh, historic peak and Ben. So. But, I think if, uh, you know, any, any successful coach would say is as long as we can positively produce rushing yards, you know, that's going to set up play action and, uh, you know, passing opportunities like that. Like, um, you know, we, Robert Brown's another guy that was a cross country runner as a freshman and had never played. And he came out uh, last year as a sophomore, uh, played predominantly JV, but also saw a little varsity time. But, I think he had uh, 10 or 11 touchdowns last year and, and JV. And most of them were on – well, about half of them were on the ground and the other half were on special teams. So he's one of those guys that – he's kind of an electric guy for us and um, he's had a good off-season training in the weight room and uh, track. And, you know, he's he's another kid that you know may not be a, pri- a primary running back but a, a kid that we may be able to try to get the ball to in the air. Well, uh, it sounds pretty exciting. Well, let's talk about the opponents. You know, uh, let's talk about them first two that you're going to face on the road here. Yeah, we got, we got you know we got Cardinal and Van Buren to start the year. 
games. You know, we only have one non-district game, obviously, being in an eight-team district this year. Um, Cardinals, you know, I've I've learned quickly. It's it's kind of a rivalry game with Pekin, and you know that they I think they're a one-a football team. But um, you know, I talked to Coach Mason down there, and you know, I got a lot of respect for him and what he's trying to do. But I think him and I are facing. A lot of the pros and cons of small town football, you know, there's a lot of pride, um, you know, and they take in their program, and so do we. But same time, I think um, football in general sometimes is hurting with numbers, and you know, you're playing a lot of kids up, um, which means you know both both teams might might be leaning on some freshmen or sophomore to help contribute. And uh, I, you know, I, I'm excited for that game. It's, series it's kind of one-to-one in the last two years and um you know it's i think our kids know what's at stake and so do theirs you know and then we opened district play right away at van buren and you know i they, they've been a program that's really been trending upwards and uh you know i'm i know they're going to be ready to go you know and a lot of our kids see some of these kids uh playing basketball and and, and obviously in track meets so you know they they, I've heard them talking about it a lot, and uh, you know that that's going to be another exciting one on the road to open the district play. So, so they were two A last year. Uh, did they go down one, or did you go up one, or how did that? They you came guys get... down, but they came down. Yes. So okay, so they they'll be in the well. They might be a force uh, one level down. Uh, they had yeah. three wins, and I thought they had some pretty played Davis County pretty good. They, they had a couple of winnable games. Out of the other ones that they lost, so yeah, uh, yeah, but they've always, but they've always got. I think I think they've always got talent down there, and again, I think they've been improving. You know, I remember their junior high last year, but uh, went neck to neck with our junior high, so they're definitely gonna be ready to go. You know, I we have no games that I, you know, I would I would think that we're just we can win. You know, well, they're coming off a state uh, baseball tournament bid there so they got some talent that's for sure and i think that's but i really like that do you like that matchup i mean i think it's close for 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 their fans it's close for your fans it's always fun to be down there in kiosakwa yeah yeah i do well what about this home uh uh you're coming home for the first time who are we playing then yeah so if we come home week three and play danville a new program or newly restarted, you know, I think the last time uh, I really saw them play football, I maybe was in high school, and I know they played past the early thousands, but, uh, you know, I know they've been off for a while, for, uh, always have athletes, and makes it tough to prepare, but at the same time, I think I'm just glad we have them week three instead of week two, and only get like, you know, one week of film on them, so hopefully we can, you know, have a little better idea, of, you know, who's who are going to be their their main guys and, you know, how we can try to defend them and attack them. Um, so, yeah, that's our first home Well, that game. sounds like a pretty great home opener for you. Uh, um, and might be able to get the ball rolling. Heck, you could be, you know, you, you could be in a pretty good position by then. Uh, well, what about, uh, well, just go over, can't go over the whole season, but just what's, what's some of the games that you got circled as highlights that uh, – you think might be kind of pivotal games this year? You mean through, down the rest of the road? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got Columbus after Danville, but they're, they're playing with so much momentum from the last two years. Uh, hats off to Coach Lequa. 
but at the same time, uh, you know, our, our kids know how well we played them. I think we gave them one of their toughest games last year in the regular season. Um, and, you know, we were up at halftime. Uh, our kids remember that. We lost some guys. They lost some guys. I know they have speed. Um, and I think I think our kids, you know, they talk about them a lot. And I think that's going to be hopefully a heavy hitter matchup uh, coming into week four. And, you know, then we, we come home for two more weeks back-to-back. But we have Lisbon. Um, they're just, you know, they're always a very rounded program. I know they went through a head coaching change. Uh, but I think it was just a, I think it was their defensive coordinator that was promoted. He's a solid uh, coach. I do know I have an idea about him, and uh, I don't suspect a ton of change. But we'll be ready for it, and our kids will be up to the challenge. Um, we know how much you know they lost a lot of guys, and I think we return a lot of guys, and um, we'll be excited for that one coming home. And then Highland, you know, is the second, the next week after that. Uh, they'll be in year two of a new coach, uh, Coach Quayle. So he's got he's got uh, a ground and town run game going. I think they got a lot better over the course of the year last year. You know, he may he may say his first year resembled my first year a little bit, and you know, I had to go through that for a little bit of culture rebuild. And I expect them to be a lot better um, than maybe they ended up being this past fall. Um, and then and then we go on to at Wapolo. They they have a new head coach as well. Um, they, you know, they, they're always a tough program. They got tough kids. Uh, I felt like we were in that game so close last year and we just couldn't get over the hump. So, you know, our kids will be hungry for that one. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that's one we can get to swing our way. And then we round up the year at home versus Louisa. Um, I've coached against them in another school for a handful of years. Um, you know, I know they have a couple of kids in basketball. They're really solid and, uh, I think they're in a, maybe year three uh, of kind of a coaching change. So they're starting to, um, you know, have some consistency, and I expect them to play really physical. So, Still pretty solid baseball season, really solid basketball season. We got a Northrop North or something like that kid. Northrop kid, yep, yep. He's a pretty good ball player, pretty big, pretty big kid. Uh, super good basketball player, I'll tell you that. I saw that yes, up, up close and personal. So uh, not an easy schedule, but then again – I like it. I like the home games. You got some great home games. Uh, so I, I feel like, uh, uh, man, your job was to get me going about Panther football, and you did it, Coach. Uh, I'm ready to roll. I, I'm, we just talked about all the aspects of the game and everything. I'm, I'm pretty excited. But is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, just always thankful for the people that support us. Uh, you know, this is my third year, and we're excited to hopefully keep trending it upwards. And, uh, you know, our goal is to find that postseason this year. Well, Round Guy Radio is uh, super excited about football, and we're going all football. We went uh, in basketball season, we went all basketball. And in baseball season, went all baseball. But from here on out, ladies and gentlemen, it's all football, and we'll be hearing – from a different coach Monday through Friday uh, for the next three weeks. But today we were very glad to have uh, Coach Weber with us. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Hey, thanks.